Hello, loves. Welcome back to Sincerely Pearls of Proverbs podcast. I'm so excited and blessed to be on this journey with you in my third season, y'all. I know it's been a minute. It's been a lot going on. Your girl got a lot to tell you, but it is the third season of a Pearls of Podcast, Sincerely Pearls of Podcast, and God is so good. I mean, you have no idea. Even in the midst of everything going on, bad, good, or in between, God is good and he is great. Um, I just want to share with you what God has placed in my heart through some letters, some love letters, of course, um, where I discuss like real life topics. And of course, my name is Darazon. I am the voice behind this podcast. I come to you again in the third season. Man, it's been a minute, y'all. It's been a minute, y'all, but it's okay. God is still good. For those who may be listening for their first time, this podcast is based around uh, struggles, everyday struggles um, that people go through and are trying to get through. And trying to find their way. Join me today as I dive into a heartfelt love letters that will discuss everything from Christianity, relationships, struggles, pain, purpose, and everything in between. Let's turn your pain into purpose together. Life is a journey, so come on with me. Today we are going to discuss the topic of made for this. You're made for this. Have you ever thought that you were the only one going through something? Or maybe that you were always left alone? Well, I'm here to tell you, you're not alone. I believe one thing that as human beings we all have, that we all share in common is struggles. Which sometimes can be a little different, right? Depending on who you are and what type of struggles you have. But we all have them. We all try to figure out what's happening. How is it happening? Or more importantly, how could this be happening to me? Well, the truth is that you may think you're all alone, but you're never alone. Especially on this earth. Maybe physically, but the reality of it is, is God is always there. And he has a purpose for all the things that you've been going through. You just can't see it yet. Sometimes we struggle to, to the truths of God and to trust God even. Especially in his plan for our lives because we don't see the results immediately or because it's not the way that we expect it to be. Sometimes what we expect and what God expects are two different things. Well, I'm here to tell you today, that is the truth, okay? Well, I'll give you some backstory for me. Um, I've been teaching or I've been in education for over 10 years. 10 years, y'all. It seems like yesterday, but it's been over 10 years. I started teaching or started my journey education in 2012 or 13. Um, and it's been a one of a journey, I'm telling you, especially with COVID, right? Education looks different. But the reality of it is it's been over 10 years for me. It's definitely not what I went to college for at all. At all, y'all. To be honest, I originally went to school to become a lawyer or to be in politics. Who would have thought? <laughs> But the reality of it is, is that wasn't God's plan for me at that particular moment. And it may not be his plan for me right now. But I soon realized while doing political science and having classes and wanting to start up my pre-law requisites and everything, that my calling or what I wanted for my life is not necessarily what God wanted me for. What God wanted for my life in real life time. God gave me a vision and I ran with it. Literally. Of course, my family wasn't the happiest, 
But the reality of it is, is I had to live in my purpose and, and live for who live for what God wanted me to do. And to be honest, it's the best, the biggest and blessing, the biggest and the most blessing thing I've ever done for myself over the last 10, 12 years. I started teaching and started being education because I saw real life results with youth and young people and people just in general. I mean, I tell you, I've taught all spectrums. I've taught from elementary. I've taught junior high. I've taught high school. I've even taught adults in prison. Yeah, I said it in prison. Who would have thought? But the truth of the matter is education is the same. As long as you have someone who believes in you and you can see results, you are making a difference. And that's one reason why I went into education. I figured out my purpose. And God allowed me to do my best and do something that's going to not only bless myself, but bless others. So I found my path and I ran with it, literally. I've always wanted to, I always wanted to start a school. And I've always wanted to become a dean or a principal. And to be honest, over these last 10, 12 years, I've probably filled out more than 10 to 15, 20 applications to be a dean or assistant principal at some type of school, whether it be private school, charter school, public school. But the reality of it is, is it wasn't my time. And God didn't see fit for me, fit for me during this time, to be honest. Literally, all of those applications, I got no's over and over and over again. To be honest, I started getting dis- disappointed in myself. I said to myself, well, if I can't start a school or at least be a dean or a principal, why am I in education? What is What was the purpose of this? What is God trying to tell me? What does he want me to do? Why has he moved me in this direction? And to be honest, I started feeling bad for myself. Uh, I became angry, even depressed. I even had some anxiety about it because I felt like, well, there's people who haven't been in education as long as I have, comparing myself to others, which we both know we shouldn't do. But as human beings, we do that, right? Comparing myself to others, well, how come she has or how come he has? And they haven't, they don't have near as many degrees as I have or the educational experience that I have or the teaching experience I have, but they're principals, they're assistant principals, they're deans. I just want to make a difference and have the the better judgment and better roles in regards to education, what it looks like for people and for our kids, especially my own experiences when I was in high school and elementary and how there was not that many brown women or brown people in education. And statistics have have shown that children who are taught by people who look like them have a far better rate of learning as well as adapting to real life situations and becoming better and believing in themselves more than what they could ever dream of. And the reality of it is, it's 2023. And how many acceptance speeches have you heard where someone thinks their teacher or their principal or their coach, right? Besides Jesus and God and their families, someone's always thinking their coach or their teacher because they believed in them. They were the foundation of who they are and what they have learned. That's one reason why I went into education. But to fast forward... Like I said before, years of no's, years and years of no's, trials, tribulations. And to be honest, uh, I can't even really blame God because he gave me a vision and I ran from it. And sometimes when we don't do what God has for us and we go the opposite way, it prolongs our blessing. So here it is. Like I said before, 10 plus years. Here I am. 2023, 2022. It's been that long since I've been on my podcast, y'all. But 2022, 
I applied for multiple jobs as a dean and or assistant principal and even teaching. And I went into a situation where I was going to be hired as a teacher. And then the Lord, in the midst of, in the midst of wanting for a job as a teacher, I was offered a job in the midst of all that as a dean. Who would have thought? 2022, I became a dean. The biggest blessing that God has ever given me, truly, truly, truly it is. And it's all about his time. And at that time, God said, it's time. So I used to be upset, but then I realized after all these years that God was placing me in the right time, at the right space, with the right people, at the right time, time. The essence of it. But I remember my mother always used to say to me, it's all about God's timing, baby. After 10 plus years, I finally became a dean. I was struggling to believe God was going to do it. Was he even going to bless me? Were the opportunities even there for me? They just kept passing me by. But God said, time. But remember, you're never alone and many people just like me have questioned God's plans. I'm going to give you some examples, biblical examples, of course. Well, this is like one of the first ones that came to my mind. There was a woman in the Bible who had an issue with blood. She bled for 12 years, y'all. 12 years. Could you imagine bleeding for 12 years consistently nonstop? Especially back then. She's gone to physicians. There's no cure. No one could help her or even understand what was going on with her. No one. And what was the problem? They tried to figure it out, right? She was deemed unclean and dirty. Matthew 9, 20. She didn't know what to do, y'all. She heard that Jesus was coming. And she thought to herself, he is the only one that can make me whole. And cure me, Matthew 9, 20 through 21. She came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. When she touched the hem of his garment, the fountain of her blood was dried up. Dried up, y'all. She stopped bleeding the moment she believed. She believed and had faith in Jesus and all the opportunities, all the blessings he was giving to other people. She believed she just touched the hem of his garment that she was going to be cured and, and, and made whole. And you know what? She was. That's just one example. Just one, y'all. In the book of Genesis, you can read about another woman named Rachel. And Rachel, she was a little different, y'all. She wanted to bear a child. But instead of going to Christ, like we all do, right? We all have that issue sometimes. Instead of going to God or Christ with her request, she went to her husband, Jacob. And of course, Jacob being a faith-filled man, he told her that I am that I am not the reason that you must remember that God's plan, God's plan and what he has for us, but instead she took control. Genesis 30, 30 verse 2 says, Am I in the place of God who has withheld from me the fruit of the womb? But the truth of the matter is, she took it into her own control. How many times have we taken things into our own control and it doesn't work out? Well, as humans, when we get jealous, right? trying to compare ourselves with other people, wanting to control things. It just messes with our heart and our minds, to be honest. 
My grandmother used to always say that flowers don't worry about the next flower. The flower just continues to grow and look beautiful no matter the stream, the steam, the stream, and or the rain and even the storm. Sometimes we have to focus on ourselves and how we're planted and how we're rooted versus trying to control everyone else around us. Well, we must learn to stay faithful and understand God's timing is far better than ours. And that's the truth. I tell when I tell you that God's timing is so much greater, so much better than ours. We may have dreams and visions of what we want, have lists, but the reality is we don't have faith in ourselves and don't believe what we can do and then put our faith and trust in him, nothing will ever move. There's a man by the name of Joseph. And Joseph, to be honest, Joseph is one of my one of my favorite men in the Bible because he has a gift that I that I am very familiar with. And when I was a kid, I didn't understand this gift, nor did I use it in the proper way. I used to be scared of this gift, to be honest. And this man's name is Joseph. Now, what's interesting about Joseph is Joseph has 12, is one of 12, right? He has a lot of siblings, y'all. And if you don't know my, my background, I have a lot of siblings too, a lot. I think I'm at 12 or 13 around there, give or take. But just like Joseph, I have a lot of siblings. And Joseph was a son of Jacob. His father loved him to death, y'all. Like he loved Jacob more than the rest of his son, the more the rest of his sons or his brothers. Like it was crazy. So much so that his brothers were were jealous of him. They did not like him. They didn't believe in him. Even when he used to tell them about about things that he had going on, they never would put faith or believe in him or even supported or encouraged him. His brother was so jealous of him that they sold him into slavery, y'all. Could you imagine your siblings selling you into slavery? Isn't that crazy? But they did. He had a gift given to him of from Jesus, or God, of course, of dreams and or visions. He didn't understand them, but knew that they were going to be useful for something. It allowed him to be chosen by the Pharaoh. And this happened in the book of Genesis, of course. After spending years in jail, y'all, years. But even with all of the, this that he's going through, being kept in jail, being prosecuted for something he did not do, as well as his siblings and his brothers being jealous of him and selling him to slavery, he still had faith. Not one time altered his faith. Sometimes he wants signs and they come and sometimes they come when we least expect it. But sometimes the signs that we are asking for are, are not given to us in the way that we want them. And that's okay. Is it? Well, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord plans for good and not for disaster to give you faith and a hope for the future. This basically means that before you were even conceived, before your mother and your father knew who you were and that you were there, God already had a plan for your life. He already wrote something out for you. He wrote your book already. He is the author of the book. Now, does he allow you to make decisions on your own? Of course. That's why we have flesh, right? But does that mean that you have a last say so? That's the question of the day. Do you have a last say so? So you were made for this. God already wrote everything out for you. Well, let's see. 
God has a plan and has given us all special gifts. But in order for you, yes, you, to step into your season and your blessings, you must get rid of the right now. What I want right now. What has to happen right now. Impatient, right? Being impatient. Not having patience and having faith. Sometimes can alter our lives and alter what, we, what God has for us. Amen? Well, there are no mistakes. None. There are no mistakes. As a teacher and as an educator, I've always used to tell my students that there is a reason why there are pencils and why you use a pencil because a pencil has an eraser. So that means that we know that we're going to make mistakes. But the truth of the matter is, is that there are pencils for reasons and even pencils have erasers, which means that you can always erase and change and do something different. You're always going to make mistakes. It's about how you learn from the mistakes and what you do with those mistakes. Only lessons and opportunities to learn more about yourself and the desires you have within your heart and understand that nothing is impossible for God, even when you can't see it. When we trust in him and his plan, it always works out. Isaiah 55, 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As human beings, we don't always, we're always going to struggle, but we always don't struggle because of others. But oftentimes we struggle because of ourselves. I'm going to say that again. As human beings and as people, we don't always struggle because of others. But oftentimes we struggle because of ourselves. As you can see, your story is a part of his glory. These struggles, hardships, and pains are setting you up for victory and blessings. You were made for this. He hasn't left you and if you really want to know, your story is not done just yet. You will always understand that there are always going to be low points. But understand that there will be high points as well. Now that you heard some real life examples and biblical examples, I want you to take the time to think about what God may be preparing you for. And how you or how we are made for this. Have a growth mindset. Be open, not a fixed mindset and be closed. God has a purpose. You must be patient. Have faith in the end. Dear God, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. For allowing us to see another day and to start something new. Shape our hearts and our minds to know that we are built for this, that you have given us the tools to win. We just need to have growth mindset and tap into our gifts so we can be blessings for not only ourselves, but for others. We thank you for everything you've done for us thus far. We know that we have a journey ahead of us and that we are able to get through this, even in the days where we feel like we are going through depression anxiety, worries, and even fears, knowing that you can make things right. We come to you with our burdens, with our heartaches, with our pains, our struggles, and pray and know that you will lift us up. Allowing us to see what areas in our lives we struggle with, but more importantly, what gifts we have that will help us grow. Prepare us for whatever you have for us, so that it can make us better human beings, better friends, better spouses, and even better loved ones. Amen.
I pray that this podcast has, has blessed you tremendously. Please reach out to me if you have any questions, concerns, prayer requests, or anything you want to talk to me about through my email, which is Gmail, which is my actual podcast, and or IG, which is obviously Sincerely Your Pearls of Prov- Prov- Proverbs podcast. I'm looking forward to seeing you next Sunday for our next episode. Failure is not an option. Amen. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. And more importantly, season three of my podcast, Sincerely a Pearl of Proverbs. And of course, as always, sincerely, Darazon, remember, you're made for this. See you next week. Have a blessed week. Bye, loves.